Coming up on Unpacked. I'm different from other people, but why do I like boys? Why don't I like girls? I was made to feel as though I'm demonic. I reached a point where I wanted to commit suicide. But when did you get to know that this is actually a crime? All I knew is that it's forbidden. Imagine having to flee your country because who you are is illegal and criminalized. Today's guest is here to share his story. Let's unpack. Arnold Mulaisha is a 27-year-old gay man whose sexuality is a crime in his home country of Zambia. After an investigation into his sexuality was started, he fled to South Africa in the year 2017, seeking asylum. However, his journey to finding safety and security is still ongoing. This is part one of his story. Let's unpack. Arnold, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. So you are originally from Zambia. Yes. Um, what was life growing up like in Zambia for you? Mm, I can say that... Um, I don't know how I can say that because my life growing up wasn't normal for me like every other kid. Mm. Um, yeah, I grew up not knowing who I was. Mm. Yeah, so it was pretty much difficult if I'm to say. Would you say that um, your childhood was fraught with feelings of confusion because you're saying not knowing who you were is that related to you feeling like you were different from the other kids? Yes, that, but also uh, knowing that the time that I was a child, I was given the name Arnold, mm. but uh, people would always come in with uh, different names. And uh, I was like, why, why is it that I'm the only one who's been called that? Why don't you give um, the, the other kids those same names that you, that you are giving me? So it was pretty much cool. It was pretty much uh, confusing. Mm. Um, yeah, so that was pretty much my growing up. What are these other names that they would call you? Uh, I think it was every girl's name somebody would come across. But also, I think that was a time, uh, especially for, for, for um, elderly people, um, those the ones that were educated, they would come, that's when they would also call me gay or Mary or Jane. Mm. Uh, by then, I didn't even know what that meant. So... I just knew that anyway, they call me differently. Sometimes they would call me Mary. Sometimes I would respond. Sometimes I wouldn't. Sometimes they would call me gay. By then it was, to me, it was just a name because I didn't even know what it meant. Mm. Yeah. And did you feel insulted and hurt by them calling you different names? It was, uh, it was, but I never, I never considered it an insult. Mm. Um, I just knew that I'm never laughed. And uh, because of that, I would always stick to myself. Because, mm. um, for instance, like uh, other parents who don't uh, allow me to play with their kids. And because of that, um, I would always be inside the house. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Now, um, 
I mean, we know today that, and you know that you are homosexual, yeah. you identify as gay. Yeah. Um, when in your childhood and upbringing did you realize that this is what I am? Even if you didn't have a name for it. Yeah. I think it was at the age of 10, mm. I started uh, getting to know myself and I fully got to understand myself fully. I think by then I was 13 to 14. Mm, yes. Mm, mm. Yeah. And what was that when you say I got to understand myself fully? What did you understand about yourself? Um, of, of the person I am, um, that I'm, I'm different from other mm. people. I'm queer. I got to, I started getting to know what being queer is, what mm. being gay is, despite by then I wouldn't really uh, put a name to it, mm. but all I know is that, oh, um, I'm gay, meaning that uh, I'm attracted to men. That's the reason why um, uh, I've always had this, com I've always had this in me, which mm. by then was a confusion, which I would always question myself that, but why do I like boys? Mm. Why don't I like girls? Um, that was basically it. Was there ever the space at home for you to ask, let's say, your parents or your siblings mm. the question? Um, not really. I think with them it was more... It, I think with them it was more of uh, conversion therapy. Um, they would literally take me to any uh, uh, powerful pastor or wherever they could literally want to change me. Um, that's the only time that they would, uh, they, they, they would come in. Um, yeah, but... I never had a relationship with any of my, with any of my relatives, yeah. I think maybe what I'm trying to understand is, did you tell them that I like boys, I don't like girls, for them to decide we're going to take you to conversion therapy to get fixed? Or did they see something in you that they said, something's different and we need to fix it? Um, I think, I think, with me, um, I don't need to tell a person for them to know that I'm different. Mm. And uh, they knew before I even knew myself. Because um, I remember even before I came to, to, before I came to understand fully myself that they would literally take me for prayers. Mm. So they knew my sexuality before, before even I got to understand myself fully. And yeah. what were the prayers? What what were they praying for? Uh, basically, it's the demon. Because at some point, I was made to feel as though I'm demonic. Mm. And uh, so whenever, uh, whenever they would come up with these prayers and all the pastors, I would literally go because... I, I would always want the, the demon inside me to come out because that's how they made me feel. Mm -hmm. yeah. So in terms of your siblings, and you can tell us about your family structure, how did you relate to everybody? Um, I'm the last 
born mm. in the family of nine, mm. but uh, three passed away, I think, before I was born. Mm. Um, yeah, um, I never had a relationship with any of them. Mm. I think if you are to ask me even how old they are, I won't be able to tell you. Mm. Um, that's how deep it is. I only mm. know myself. Mm. Yeah. Why do you think that is the case? Um, I, I grew up at the time that most of them, they were getting married and mm. since I was the last born. And um, at some point, uh, I heard one of my sisters say, um, um, they do not want me around because uh, I might transfer the demon of homosexuality to their kids. Mm. Um, so it was basically them protecting their kids and mm. their wives and their husbands, which um, I don't know. Then I would, then I used to say that I know, which I understand. But right mm. now I'm like, I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's something that hurts, but I've literally learned to live with it. And mm. yeah. Mm. So now um, you grow up, what what was the experience at school like? Um, the experience at school was very, very horrible. Um, I remember at some point uh, they, they, at some point I knocked off from school. I had, I would normally hang out with the girls when, uh, whenever I'm at school and would, they would speak about guys and mm. then there yeah, I'll be with my big mouth, also speak about a guy I had a crush on. And then mm. I remember this one time I was knocking off, one of the girls went to tell the guy that, oh, I know just got a crush on you. Mm. And then after that, the guy was very, very furious. I remember that was the first time I was beaten at school. Mm. And on my way from school, they actually almost threw me uh, under the bridge. It was by the grace of God that uh, somebody was literally mm. coming who, who was selling charcoal mm. and uh, stopped them the time that they were about to throw me um, inside the bridge. And then the person made sure that no took me home mm. until, until I arrived. And then um, the, the other kids had to tell other kid had to tell my relatives what had transpired. And on top of that, I was beaten. Why would I like a guy? Why mm. would I have a crush on a guy? So it was really, it was really, really terrible. I was always a laughing stock. So um, because of my sexuality. Mm. So, yeah. What was the next um, significant incident you would say that happened while you were at school? I think it was just the 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 name calling, but also I think uh, teachers as well. Um, um, they would always come in. They would always come in with the issue of conversion therapy, mm. uh, telling me to behave like a like a like a proper boy, uh, telling me I'll never be who I want to be. Um, yeah, 
those were very, very terrible. And I never used to speak to anybody apart from the girls. And it wasn't like every girl that would come up, that I could come across. Um, yeah, so even though other people would laugh at me, call me names, um, it used to hurt, but it got to a point where I got used. And most of the times, like, uh, if something happened, if they were laughing at me the following day, I would literally go to school and not end up being in class. I would literally just go at the ground and sit until mm -hmm. the time for knocking off is over, school is over, and then make sure that I'll be the first one to leave and just for me to show home that, no, I was at school, and then it ends there. Mm -hmm. yeah. Was there an incident with a boy when you were at school? Uh, that was the time I went to high school. Mm. Um, I, um, I was I was kicked out of the house. I was I was thirteen to fourteen. Let me just say that fourteen. Kicked out of home. Yes. Because of your sexuality. Yes. So basically, uh, I wasn't allowed to go to go and play outside. So most of the times after school, I would, I would stay inside the house. And uh, it, was, it was like that, always. Um, so uh, there was a TV in my room, and then I would be watching TV. So um, they were looking for TV Kids presenters, because most of the times I would be in my room and then practicing, oh, I can do this. And mm -hmm. then I ended up applying, which I was, one of the people that were selected. Um, and after that, then uh, they had to show the people that, uh, that were selected for TV Kids presenting. And um, uh, my dad was furious after he saw that. Uh, the, um, and then uh, we had a confrontation. And after that, I was asked to leave the house, which I left and then I went to... to, 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 to to stay with uh, a female friend of mine that was also working for the same TV station, which I was asked to, to join. Um, after that, the result, my grade nine result came and I had passed to go to a boarding school, which I literally uh, went. Uh, but through that, I had the help of my mom to make sure that no, I, get into, I get into school and everything like that. But at this time, were you still banished from home? Yeah, by then, I, by then I'd already left home. Mm. I think with me it was, um, uh, I, I would always see a certain guy that would appear on TV and then I would be like, oh, I want to be like that person. Mm. And that literally uh, pushed me. I knew that for me to get there, I need to be educated. Mm. Um, so like that kept on pushing me uh, to be where... Where I w to be, where I'd have loved to, uh, where I'd have loved to, to have the, where I'd have loved to be. Yeah, so uh, that was. Then I went to a boarding school uh, from grade ten until twelve, but the time I was at boarding school, uh, everybody would laugh at me as usual, and uh, I wouldn't 
um, I think my schedule was kind of different because early in the morning, uh, when everybody is bathing, I wasn't allowed to get into the bathrooms. So I would literally wake up somewhere around three mm. and make sure I would shower before the rest of them work up and prepare and go for class. Mm. If I don't do that, then the time that they'll be at prep, uh, uh, they'll be they'll be studying at night. Mm. That would be the time that I will literally go take my shower and 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 everything. So um, and in the hostel where I was sleeping, there are bunker beds. You're supposed to be in, to be the four of you, uh, literally the left. So I was the only one. Mm. So there's this guy that would literally come check up on me, and because. Um, I was working for a TV station, uh, which I'll be in school from Monday to from Monday to Friday, and then I would get out. Uh, I never used to go and eat to the dining hall, so I would always have food and everything. Um, he would literally come in and uh, make me kind of feel comfortable. Mm. Um, and I also liked it that, no, there'll be at least there's somebody I'm able to talk to, somebody who doesn't make fun of me. Mm. Uh, he would always tell me, understands me and everything. Little did I know that, no, he wanted to, to sleep with me. So, yeah, that was the, the first guy that uh, literally uh, uh, raped me. Um, mm. And I told my, my parents about it, but... Uh, they never believed me anyway. So uh, what happened? Did um, this person would make you feel comfortable? Um, what happened in that incident that you were raped? Um, I was I was hurt uh, mm. because I wasn't looking forward to that. Mm. Um, I was hurt and I was I was in pain. I was hurt, and uh, after that. Um, yeah, I really wanted to leave the school then mm. uh, because I didn't feel comfortable. And that's when I reached out. And after doing that... Um, As in to your parents? Yes, I yeah. reached out to... to I reached out to, to them, uh, but they never believed me. They thought as if I was tarnishing uh, the, the name um, and after that... Uh, As in me. the family's name, not the perpetrator's name. The no, family's name. the family's name. name. Wow. And after that, um, they asked uh, uh, if, uh, a family friend who was working as a, uh, a counsellor at mm -hmm. school to, to speak to me. Yeah, that's, that's the person they literally gave to speak to me and asked me to stop. Uh, what I was saying that I was tarnishing the family name. What did the the you know the the, the counselor say to you? Um, basically, that it's wrong. I think after that they had organized prayers, which I literally attended for about a few days. Um, yeah. When they say it was wrong, which part was wrong? The fact that you were talking, or that you had been raped? The fact that I was talking and to mm. stop speaking that no, the person had abused me. Mm. So, yeah. So you still had to go to school and be in boarding school facing this person? Yes. I think we stopped talking and uh, um, I stopped, 
I literally just stopped entertaining him and I took him like everybody else who mm. would make fun of me. And how was it um how did he deal with you? You know, did he just ignore you like you didn't exist or was he taunting you? Um I think he was also caught so at some point um he literally stayed away from me. Mm. Yeah. Because he was also called to to speak to this also spoke to him which mm. he denied the allegations. Mm. Yeah, and then he stayed away from me. And how did it make you feel having to face him every day? It was it was it was horrible. It was literally literally horrible. Mm. Um I think uh I tried uh I had so many many questions in me and by then I just got into school um um I think I reached a point where I wanted to commit suicide and mm. then um and then I went to church uh because I'm Catholic I went to church um then as I was at church I went to the confession but I don't know if you've been to Catholic mm-hmm. and then I went into the confession booth and then the the time I was there I was literally speaking I don't understand myself and everything like that and only to find that you no know, the 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 person I was speaking to happens to be queer as well so I literally came out and that's the person that's when now I fully started uh understanding the person I was also that's when uh, I started loving myself that mm. no it's normal being who I am I think it was because of the 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 person that kind of spoke to me was that uh, a priest of the of the church yes mm. and what did he say to you did he say I also feel the same way and this is what it's called um He never he never he never came out that way. He just told me that it no it's normal being who you are. Mm. Um I think uh, um if you're a priest you're not even allowed to 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 come out mm. from from the other side where you are. Uh, but it was so it, it was so great that he literally had to come out and and mm. uh, and speak to me and uh, after that i remember we even went out for coffee mm. um yeah at what point now this whole time while you're growing up and you're confused about who you are at what point did you realize or get to understand that okay this is what homosexuality is but it's actually illegal and i don't just mean your family telling you it's wrong in the context of Christianity and the Bible mm. but when did you get to know that this is actually a crime um when it comes to it being a crime i really didn't know mm. um uh i really didn't know all i knew is that it's forbidden and it's a sin and uh, i'm demonic so it's literally those demonic powers that literally took over me mm. that's the only thing i knew So um yeah it was later on after I grew up and then I started working and then that's when I that's when I also got to know that you no know, uh by law 
it's literally punishable uh, in, 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 in Zambia. Next time on Unpacked. I received a call from my landlord that not the police are looking for me. So how did you eventually flee the country? The only country that allows homosexuality was South Africa. Mm. I was raped by two guys. I never chose to be who I am. I love who I am. I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. for watching Unpacked with Rilip Khile Mamoja. Make sure you subscribe to my channel where you can get to watch more episodes. But more importantly, you can be part of our online community. Comment down below, share with us who you'd like to see on the show, what story you'd like us to discuss. We love engaging with you. Keep it coming and don't forget to subscribe.